0: Hi everyone, my name is Erica Wilson and for the last few weeks, I've been looking into local bands' experiences during the pandemic. Many used the extra time provided by reduced performances to further their creativity and create new projects. To continue sharing their music, some even resorted to streaming shows online. Throughout it all, musicians have realized the pr- profound impact live shows have on them and their audiences. I had the opportunity to talk to four local musicians and I've invited two of them to speak about their experiences during the pandemic. So my first guest is Stephen Boudreaux. He is the drummer and singer for Honey Jack, Oreo Blue, and the Uncrowned Kings. Do you want to start out with how the pandemic affected your ability to play shows and how you had to adjust?
1: Yeah, um, you know, having three bands, it helped, you know, with with some of the flow, so we didn't really slow down that much, but um, we did have quite a few shows that were canceled, you know, over the course of the last, you know, 15 to 18 months. Um, So that was, that was difficult, you know, so it, it was troublesome for us, you know, to not be able to perform, you know, I do have a day job. So I was you know, lucky to have that as a revenue stream, but, you know, some of my guys in the band, you know, they're full-time musicians. So that affected them, you know, very directly uh, from a financial standpoint. Um, but we did, uh, you know, have the opportunity to, to record quite a bit during that downtime, you know, so in, in the case of Honey Jack, you know, we, uh, put together, um, an album that's going to be released here pretty shortly, I hope, um, you know, during that time. So we had time to to record and take our time doing that um, over the, cl- the course of that time, uh, doing everything remotely, which was, uh, was a real benefit.
0: What kind of challenges did you find that you faced operating completely remotely?
1: <clears throat> you know, and I, I don't think there were so many challenges, um, you know, the, Over the course of the last probably eight to 10 years or so, you know, technology has really changed in our ability to to work remotely. Um, You know, the pandemic kind of forced everybody's hand in working remotely. But musicians, you know, as technology has changed, um, you know, over the last few years, um, you know, with digital audio workstations and the software, uh, and the equipment allowed us to be able to record, you know, right here in my own sunroom, for example. Um, I can record tracks and then send them over the internet to to my band leader who can package those things together and, you know, put an album together right here at home. We don't necessarily need to rent out, you know, a brick and mortar studio, um, you know, and pay all that money to do that. You can still do that, but, you know, the pandemic um, really kind of pushed us all to force the free- you know, force our remoteness, uh, in that aspect. But again, you know, with musicians that, that ability has been, uh, progressing and evolving over the last, you know, less than a decade. So, um, it's all kind of been coming. Um, but the pandemic kind of forced everybody's hand. Um, but we've been working that way, uh, for a while already.
0: Did you ever live stream any of your performances and what was that like?
1: Oh yeah. Um, and again, um, you know, there's no substitute for a live audience, but, um, you know, one of our local venues there in Fayetteville, Georgia's Majestic Lounge, uh, gave us the opportunity to do some live stream happy hours, uh, which was great. Um, you know, again, you know, we prefer, obviously, you know, 300, 400 people to show up um, in front of us to perform in front of them. But what the, the pandemic kind of, you know, did was um, gave us kind of a, I look at it more like an opportunity uh, to perform in front of of a live stream audience, um, where there's basically either nobody or less than 25% capacity crowd, um, but you know, literally nobody um, to perform in front of just cameras. Um, but the, the benefit to that was that you know, you'd normally be performing in front of the few hundred people that can make it to the show, but in a live stream situation, you're really performing for the entire world. Uh, anybody can watch those if you have internet access or a smartphone, uh, which is fantastic um, because you're reaching a much wider audience. And they can, you know, uh, drop tips, um, through PayPal or Venmo or cash app, um, you know, right over that live stream instead of, you know, just being limited to the three or 400 people that can show up in person.
0: So during the time when everything was operating online, did you realize anything about the role that a live audience plays for you during a show?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. And again, like I said already, um, there's no, uh, substitute for a live audience, um, you know, when you're performing on a live stream or, you know, in front of cameras, you know, when you get done with a song, you know, there's no applause. <laughs> so there's no feedback, there's no emotion, there's nothing there. Um, so having a live audience gives you that communication, that human communication and interaction that we, that we all need. Um, you know, when you get done with a song and people are clapping and crying and laughing, shouting, it's just uh, something that can't be replaced. Um, so we, we definitely missed that part of it.
0: Yeah, so my last question for you is why is live music's return so important for Fayetteville and for the NWA community?
1: Yeah, uh, again, that refers right back to my last question. Uh, Fayetteville, like any other place, you know, Fayetteville's got a reputation as a live music town. Um, You know, it needs live music, um, that interaction, that communication, that music as a universal language um, to be able to, you know, heal people, to be able to give them that emotional connection that. You know, music is a universal language component that that we all, all require and need. Um, you know, so you work all week, and you, at the end of the week, you just want to go unwind. You know, there's no better way than to, to go to a live music venue and see a band and hear music you're familiar with or hear music you've never heard before or hear music at all and have that connection, that interaction, that release.
0: Definitely. That's all the questions that I have for you today. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me. Absolutely. So, the next musician I have for us today is Patty Steele, a member of several regional bands like the Trash Can Bandits and Honey Shuffle. Patty, you stepped into performing more solo shows during the pandemic. Do you want to talk a little bit about how that came about? Um,
2: yeah, actually,
0: um, <laughs> it's kind
2: of funny. I just, uh, you know, we weren't able to play big band shows because of the venues not being available. So, um, I had to start finding you know, other means to, to stay alive financially. So I started getting, um, reaching out to like different restaurants and, and breweries and, and, you know, just asking, Hey, you guys interested in music and, and so on and so forth. And that's pretty much what happened.
0: (laughs) And you recently released a song called quarantine 2020. What was the process of writing that like? And what does it reveal about musicians experiences during COVID?
2: So that song is um, was a co-write with my friend Dominic Roy, and we, um, we were asked by the House of Songs to, uh, you know, write a song together, so <clears throat> Dominic had some words, and I had like a little bit of a, you know, music kind of idea, and so we threw it together, and just kind of wrote about what we were experiencing during our quarantine, and uh, we actually wrote that song in April, of 2020. And, but the process of getting it recorded and all that took a while because of obvious reasons. Um, we weren't, you know, allowed to be around each other and we just wanted to be careful. So it took us a while before we were able to release the song, but the experience was awesome. I mean, I, um, I'm still a new songwriter. So learning just, you know, how he put the lyrics that he put together and then kind of helped me put mine together and, and it was really a cool process i really enjoyed it
0: yeah so what do you think the song reveals about musicians experiences during covid i think it reveals that
2: <laughs> we were definitely on a on the bottom of the list when it came to <laughs> you know like our our jobs aren't um maybe they're not appreciated as much as we thought they should be um or at least in my opinion i think that music uh definitely um Makes a difference in everybody's daily life, and I just wish that more people could really appreciate what goes behind the scenes of being a musician because it's not this glamorous lifestyle. Um, it's actually quite difficult. Um, money is always uh, very, very minimal. Um, we don't do it because we want to make money. We do it because it, it's it's our way of channeling energy that we can't channel otherwise. I mean it's. Um, for me, I'm a performer first over uh, like being a songwriter or whatever. I like to perform for people. So when I don't have that, it really put me in a depression. And um, I struggled for many, many, many months trying to find ways to still have the performance aspect and, um, and still get that like energized feeling from the audience because when I put things out there the audience usually re-energizes me so I can keep going and uh, when you don't have that it makes it very challenging.
0: Yeah when shows were limited did you have to find any alternate ways to make income?
2: Um, I did I you know one of the first things I, I did was I, I have my master's degree so I was teaching I offered to teach music lessons, but I'm actually a photographer. So I was teaching photography or um, I started substitute teaching <clears throat> and then I started getting some music lessons where I give them to, you know, people interested, but then also like doing live shows online. I, I would try to, you know, uh, post me doing little cute music videos. And then I was like, well, maybe I should try to, you know, do a couple of live streams and I did. And and it was okay. Um, it was definitely not my preference. I, I am way better at performing in front of people than I am in front of a, a computer.
0: (laughs) Would you say that your schedule is starting to return now to more what it was like during, um, before the pandemic? (laughs) Actually, I
2: can honestly say that I am playing more than I was before the pandemic. Um, I'm getting offered to play solo, uh, duo. I have a band show where it's going to be, uh, musicians backing me. Um, plus I play in a couple of projects that are still, uh, happening. Chucky Wags and the Company of Rags, um, is one of the bands I'm, uh, still currently playing in and Honey Shuffle. We do still play a few shows here and there. Um, but then I'm also sitting in with a lot of other musicians like I always have been because playing clarinet, spoons, mandolin, and all the million instruments I play, um, I get offered to play with a lot of people, which is great. So I'm really excited about what my future holds.
0: Yeah. What has it been like to be able to return to the stage after a year of isolation?
2: Oh, my gosh. It's um, very magical. <clears throat> it is by far where I belong in the world. I I um, never thought I would ever say that when I was young. But definitely... Um, nowadays it is, it's, it's almost like, uh, for some people their eating schedule, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, like they have to have it. Like I need that interaction with people. Cause that's how I socialize is, um, I am able to, you know, put music out there. And then the reaction I get from people is what keep, keeps me going, I would say.
0: Yeah, that's all the questions that I had for you. Is there anything else that I might have missed that you wanted to mention? Um, you know, I don't know if
2: um, this is like able to promote the you know musician themselves or because I didn't want to really like put out show dates and you know anything because I don't know mm. when it's being released. But um, you know, I've I've kind of upgraded a lot of my personal like music stuff. So pattystill.com is like uh, my new website. And, um, I've really got a lot of things going on. Plus I've got all my show dates on there in every project that I play in. Mm -hmm. So if, you know, if we can promote that, I guess that would be the most help that (laughs) of anything. And then just letting people know that I'm on social media. But other than that, no, um, I think that's cool. I can't think of anything (laughs) off the top of my head anyway. I'm sure there's probably something that I'll be like, dang it. I wish I would have said that, Mm but you know, it's okay.
0: Well, cool. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me, and good luck on all your upcoming shows.
2: Yeah, thank you so much. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Uh Bye Bye-bye.
0: And that's all I have for you today. I'd like to encourage listeners to go out, see some shows, and support their local musicians and bands in any way that they can. To read the full story, check out the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette on Sunday, July 25th.